You seek the key, but first you must learn the ways of precision, craft and performance with Acura's all-electric ZDX. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system, up to a 313-mile range, and A-Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, their ZDX is the most powerful SUV yet. Unlock the energy when you visit Acura.com to order yours today. Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast, your destination to check in with those Premier League clubs playing both domestically and, of course, in European competition. And the Champions League, my friend, is where we're going to start today. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and here's the topics coming up on today's episode. Man United and Marcus Rashford getting the better of PSG again. Liverpool getting a clean sheet and all three points in Amsterdam. Man City's 3-1 victory over Porto. Chelsea's scoreless draw against Sevilla and a preview of Saturday's big match, Man United versus Chelsea. That's what we've got coming up on today's episode. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. All right, Robbie Earl. Champions mm-hmm. getting again. Group stages. Yes, match one of group stages. Um, we kind of split a little bit in, in terms of the games that we really studied yeah. and looked that closely. Yeah. Um, I certainly looked at the highlights and the most of the action of the United game, but you mm-hmm. watched it closely. PSG won, Man United 2. Yeah. Why don't you give me your, your thoughts on uh, what you saw? Um, that it was a very good day for Manchester United, or very good results. I thought it was a very good day for Ole Gunnar Solskjaer in, team, in terms of the team that he picked with the personnel and the team shape, with the discipline and focus of the team, it was, it was a real collective, and had individuals who, who changed the game when it mattered, when it was important. So it's not always, and it's not often we've said it, but well done to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. I thought tactically and technically his team were excellent and, and got a really good win against a dangerous team, a team that got to the Champions League final last season. Yeah. They've got all kinds of dangers certainly in the front line, but Manchester United mm. came out on top. Yeah, I mean, I, you look at the lineup, Rob, and Pogba mm. on the bench again. So that yeah. wasn't resting him against Newcastle. That was basically saying, you're not doing it right now. Don't need your well, 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 I suppose I, I question that, Rob, in that 
maybe was this a game for you? Was the balance is the balance in the team right? Review in there as as it is. He, he went for McTominay and Fred, who were excellent, who worked hard, who closed down, who, who got their foot in, who were made it difficult for PSG to get any momentum. Now, maybe trust, maybe you know, horses for courses, yeah, however you want you want to play it. But, but he didn't fancy maybe, him. He did, but he didn't want him for the game, Rob. Didn't so he didn't want him for Newcastle game. Didn't want him for this game. What, what 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 what's the point you're trying to make that he he? I'm trying to make the point that he might want him. He might not want him to start the game because, in fairness, when he came on, Pogba had a big influence on the game um, in, into the second half, and he changed the formation a little bit. He went a little bit more like a four-three-three, and he was one of the three in midfield, and he was able to get forward and he was able to make things happen. So maybe it's managing Paul Pogba. Maybe it's saying, well, there's some games when I know you've talked about it. Two workers in there, Rob. And he's playing for the Bruno Fernandes. So he can't he can't be trusted to play in games where defensively they might be stretched. Where in midfield yeah. he wants a couple of workers and, and less less of a of a talented player that he can't trust yeah. defensively. I yeah, mean, absolutely. I think you, that's you, where we're at. You you would expect. I mean, that's still a bit shocking if you if you consider his salary yeah, and Paul Pogba the player. What what do you do if you are? Do you play him thinking fingers crossed he does the other things, or do you not play him? As big as he is, as important as he is, as skillful as he is, as game changer as he I, can be in those moments. I, I, I might argue, maybe wrongly, that, that I'd, I'd still try and find a way in the team for him. I still, but in an attacking way, Rob, where you don't have to rely on him. But I guess you've got Bruno Fernandes that, that does yeah, a better job of that well, than him. So, but, but we should, like you'd say, mate, we should talk about the players who played and yeah. Scott Tom, McTominay in midfield and Long Fred, and he went with the three at the back, didn't he, with wing backs and yeah, something a little different. Yeah. Which, which left, we saw the first yeah. side of, of Tellez, who, who looks good going forward, got good left foot, certainly from set pieces and things. Mm. Two players, Robert, and, and I put a little um, note out on our Twitter feed yesterday, who probably, for some people who maybe didn't see the game, will just see highlights. Aaron Wambasaki and Alex Twanzebe were outstanding. Absolutely mm. outstanding defence. Twanzebe a couple of times went one-on-one with Mbappe. Once he shrugged him off and beat him with a bit of strength and speed, another time he got a great block. Aaron Wambasaki is, I know people talk about some of his maybe deficiencies when he goes forward. He's not Trent Alexander-Arnold with that delivery and that mm. lovely left foot. Mm. One-on-one defending, yeah, anywhere yeah, around yeah. the 18-yard mm. box. God, there ain't a yeah. lot better, mate. There ain't a lot better. Yeah. He, he does have the slide and he gets a blocked, but he's got a real mm. kind of good timing, understands mm. the defending, like pokes his toe out, affects the forward. Uh, mm. His pace and recovery is outstanding. And, and he had a couple of great one-on-ones with Neymar and Mbappe and came out on top. Mm. I'll tell you what, yeah, I, I agree with that, the bits that I saw the game. And Antoine Zabi, I saw an interview afterwards with the manager and... I don't think he's been fit, has he? For I think the manager's been, he's been, yeah, he's, yeah, he's been the last two, the last couple of weeks, he's been training really well. Yeah. You know, when you don't see Harry Maguire there, we know that that the partner for Maguire has, has been shaky, whether it's Lindelof or yeah. Eric Bailly, yeah. who's looked pretty yeah. awful, actually. Is Alex Twanzebe, is he the, I guess, the answer to play alongside Maguire? Going forward, Rob, in a, in a back four, is that what we might see now from Oligan and Solskjaer? It's possible. It could be a back three with Twanzebe, with Maguire and Lindelof. Mm. I mean, what he brings you that I think Maguire needs is the athleticism, his raw 
athleticism that, that can be a cover for, 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 for Harry Maguire. He can get round on the shield if Maguire is going to get Maguire can go and attack the ball and he's good enough and big enough. He's, he's a good one-on-one defender. If you attack him down that uh, right-hand side and Wan-Bissaka has gone on, he, he can handle people one-on-one if he gets caught with his centre forward. That's the best defenders in, in, in world football have to do at times. So... Mm. I suppose we'll have to find out, Rob. He, he's young, he's relatively inexperienced, but I like the raw materials. I like what I see. I think he's coachable. I think he he might be what Harry Maguire needs. It might be a fresh breath of fresh air for Harry to kind of get him under his wing and say, come on, us two, we can, we can be the bedrock of this centre-back partnership for United. Yeah, yeah, and he brings a pace to that area, doesn't he? Because mm. Harry Maguire doesn't, but yeah. Harry Maguire's good yeah. on the ball. Mm. But Twanzebe gives the, um, I guess, would give some speed back there and insurance. Yeah. Just going forward, and it's nice, isn't it, to get a look at the likes of Bruno, Marshall and Rashford yeah. against yeah. the PSG forwards. And comparisons, mm. you know, people have talked about you know, just how good is Neymar? Is he yeah. all that? You know, his, yeah. with Rashford's yeah. display and, and taking yeah. his goal. And this was one of those days where yeah. Rashford looks like a million dollars. I mean, he just yeah. looks so threatening and fast and elusive and, and took his goal really well off the post into the back of the net. Mm. What, did, what did you think, Rob? Just well, just in terms I, of that, that comparison. I wrote, I wrote really. a note here that, that you, you've obviously looked at me. So I wrote a note and said, on the day, and I'm not saying they're better players, worth more, whatever, will stand in. On the day... Bruno, Rashford and Martial were more impressive, were more dangerous than Di Maria, Mbappe and Neymar mm. on the day. And, and mm. I don't think it would be hard to argue. And I'll tell you what else we, we saw a little bit in the PSG front three, I'll call them, in a way. And at times Di Maria dropped in, but as, as, as a front three, what we saw, Rob, was something that we saw early with PSG last season before things changed. We saw the front three almost knock off when they haven't got the ball. Not interested a jot about the team show. Not interested a jot yeah. about following people back. It was back to old PSG. And it made mm. me think about, do you know what? Old PSG, when Neymar doesn't, I won't say doesn't fancy, but, you know, we'll, we'll play when we get the ball and doesn't do any of it. He's only half the player. He's only half mm. the, He plays better when he's on his game, when he's motivated, when he's part of the team structure, and they can break. They, they mm. just, I just don't feel like he, he can switch it on and off off as much as he thinks he can. Mm. Yeah, and, and you look at the players behind him. If you if you say he's going to have yeah. that attitude, I mean, yeah. you look at their midfield, and it's, it's not. A, course, it? Yeah, just not. It's not a good PSG yeah. team, is it? I mean, they yeah. they've lost a few players in that midfield area, which is Richard critical. Gay, when you've Herrera got, and, and Herrera and Herrera, yeah, and, yeah. and I mean, Richard Garner that we saw at yeah. Everton. I mean, it's average. Not like, yeah. yeah, kind of kind of average. But really not good not work from, from, yeah, good work from United. Yeah, um, well, Marcel, a lot of credit for, for, for the team, for, for the system. Great in a way that, that Pogba has to come on and, and then looks like he, he had a bit between his teeth. Going back to Paris, obviously, he wants to make things happen. But I think good in a way that, that you know, superstar that he is, there's no guaranteed place. He's going to have to work his way back into the team. And that's mm. great for Oli. You know, competition for places, um, horses for courses on, on, on different days. And, you know, what, what a good week he's had, you know, after the, the, the Spurs trouncing. You know, good win against Newcastle 4-1, good win away uh, at Paris Saint-Germain. And things start looking a little bit different. Now, the question is, Rob, which we've been saying, is there any consistency? Is there any, is, are we in a, a situation where we can start to 
understand and, and, and trust in Manchester United as a team that they can continue to do this on a regular basis? Well, my first thought is no. My first thought is this was good United and yeah. there's good United and there's bad United. Mm. I've got a social afterwards did say something that, that stuck with me a little bit. He said, you know, it felt so good. We were so good. We've yeah. got our form back. We've got our form back. As mm. if something was off. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Understandably, yeah. funny preseason, yeah. international yeah, games. Something was not right. And now mm. we've got our form back. So that's it now then. Come on then. So now, now excuses now, from now on. No excuses from now. Now it's mm. got to be consistent and there'll be some rotation yeah. and Pogba will come yeah. back in and others will, will come in in a little bit. But I think United fans now would expect with the time yeah. that the manager's been there and he's done a little bit of tinkering, I'm sure he mm. wanted, wanted more players uh, in the window just gone. Yeah. But now kick on. Now be a team that looks like it dominates every Premier yeah. League match yeah, yeah. and look like a team like... You know, at periods last year they did where they were going to win every game. Like mm-hmm. like City won mm-hmm. every game for a while. Liverpool yeah. looks like they win every game. Are they at that level where they can dominate a Premier League game and say, crikey, they, they look like they're going to win every match. They're going to dominate. Yeah. So maybe they some they don't, but they look like the better side. Yeah. Rashford shows us that quality, that busyness, that enthusiasm, that body language. So does Marcia and Bruno does this thing because Bruno... I, I ain't worried about Bruno. He he yeah, does it. He, yeah, he does his thing. He, he can do it every yeah. week. Yeah, he can do it every week. So that's, yeah. that's a fascinating thing now. You know, mm-hmm. That's a fascinating thing to see. And uh, we'll talk a little later towards the end of the show, Rob, about the big game, United versus... Yeah, that's, that's another test then, isn't it? After coming, yeah. having been in Europe, coming back at the weekend and, and getting the business done. But mm. let, let's, let's stay in Europe. Let's talk about um, the champions, uh, Liverpool, where Ajax, obviously, huge disappointment with the recognition that Virgil van Dijk is going to miss at least majority, if not all, of this season with the ACL injury. There was no Alisson, we know he's still out. Um, I believe just started back at training, but obviously not fit enough to go back in. A lot of eyes and, and sort of focus on Liverpool, a lot of focus on that back line. Mm-hmm. Jurgen Klopp, again, I watched this game closely, Rob, and, and yeah. it was really interesting at, at the end that Jurgen Klopp came out and said, not our pristine sunny day football, but enough to get the job done. It was a day to get the job done. And I, and he, and I thought he was 100% right. His team were, were, were decently set up. Fabinho played at the back with Gomez as the two. Obviously, Trent Alexander and Robbo were, were, were the full-backs. Curtis Jones got a first start in midfield next to Milner one side and Wijnaldum um, was holding. So, Henderson started on the bench and then the, the usual front three. So, mm-hmm. a little bit of, of, of a herd rotation. And interesting that Jurgen Klopp said, obviously got to have an eye on future games and the amount of games that are coming up. But um, I think to go to Ajax, to keep a clean sheet, which was important with all the, the focus with Van Dijk gone, what, what Liverpool are going to be like. Uh, Fabinho made a really good um, block, actually, uh, clearance on, on, on the goal line when um, Ajax did get through. Ajax had a, had a little spell, which you'd expect. They're a good footballing team. But um, it was pretty much, I thought it was pretty comfortable for Liverpool without overexerting themselves. They got the goal, scruffy own goal, um, Chaglia Fico um, own goal for, for Ajax was enough to, to win the game. And Liverpool get the points away from home. Good start to the Champions League campaign. Job done. Look forward to the weekend for me. Mm. Joe Matip, Rob, we talked about this on our last show at the weekend as a tendency to pick up little injuries. He was out for this game with a little injury, I understand. Yeah. Fab, just Fabinho. Now, I know I watched the City game at this, in this window. Yeah. Um, the reports I read and the bits that I've seen, mm-hmm. 
again, he looked very good. That's two games now, Rob. He's played centre-back and he's looked very, very impressive. Is is his ability to play that position, I know it's only a couple of games, I know it's very difficult in the Premier League week in, week out with different challenges, It not that doesn't that give Liverpool fans real hope that he might be the guy to plug that gap and do it actually better than most people would expect? Um, I think so. I always find with this, and I'd be interested in, in your view in it, that sometimes when you play, I don't know, I, I, I was a centre midfield player, so were you. You know, the, the manager might say, oh, do me a job on the right-hand side today, or do me a job here, and you, I was that player. Yeah, of course, I'll have a go and I'll play. And sometimes it's a bit new and a bit novel and enjoy it. I always found if, if that lasted five, six, seven games, I was actually a bit like, can I get back to my normal position now? Yeah, I just wonder if some of that comes in with Fabinho. We saw it with Fernandinho. I, I think a very similar situation mm. with, with Man City mm. last, last season where a game or two, you put him back yeah. there, you go, wow, we can play. But over mm. a period of time, I think it wears. I think there's, there's a, a difference in playing centre midfield, the centre back, we're holding the, the line, the, yeah. the offside, yeah. the tactical. I just wonder yeah. if some might come into play Rob. in terms of one-off games I think he's absolutely good footballer intelligent footballer can do it all day long just wonder if the rigour of a season how that, how that mm. would be yeah it's a really good point and I agree and I think that there would be question marks about it's a different position that mm. this is in a team it's in a great team of course Liverpool but you're, you're at the top end of the league where Every person in his position has got to do a really good job. You're right. When do I track a runner? When do I play offside? How do I communicate? How do I slide across? How do I get on the right side? When do I try to anticipate the ball? When do I drop off? Knowing your opponents. There, yeah. there is a lot to it. Um, and you make a, yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, one, off, one or two games, he looks a million dollars. looks really good. Yeah. It's just yeah. that the more things, the more challenges thrown his way as a centre-back, yeah. you'll see over m- multiple games. So in yeah. 20 games, you know, like with Fernandinho, we, we, we see yeah. him started to lunge in and make midfield-like tackles yeah. in bad areas, give penalties away and lungey. Um, again, over more games, that might test him more. But, uh, yeah. yeah, I think that's, that's something to watch out for as yeah. we go forward. Yeah. If I suppose the other thing I would question, Rob, and this isn't like his strength or his personality, but I asked today of a footballing team who are going to try and work the ball through what if we go to a few Burnley days where it comes in a bit, yeah. a bit higher and, and, and one or two go a bit more direct? Is yeah. he going to be the same guy? Yeah. It's Jamie Vardy's, you know, the counter-attacking yeah. teams yeah, that, yeah. that can threaten Liverpool as well and, mm. and might threaten the pace of them a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's fascinating stuff. It's really and, that, and, and, and it's where the clock feels, can I get myself through till, till Jan, January window and we mm. look at it again, you know, depending on how things go. I wonder if there might be the other day when Jordan Henderson pops back there, might even play yeah. in that role, play as a three possibly, and, and yeah. push the wing backs on, you know, if he feels mm. that that thing. I think there's options. I think it's changed. You talked about it, I think, when we talked about Thiago. His position allows one or two changes in the team. That yeah. was when Van Dijk was fit. Maybe, you know, mm. his, his sort of flexibility in midfield just gives up Jürgen mm. options to play through the midfield. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. The Premier League is built on hope. The hope of discovering a new star. It doesn't take long for Darwin Nunez to make an impression. The hope of rewriting history. And the hope of continuing a dynasty. Unstoppable week after week. This is the Premier League on NBC, USA and Peacock. Hmm. Right, Manchester City, Rob. That's a game I looked at closely today. Neil Neil versus Porto. Um, I I thought they played all right, and it mm-hmm. was not it was not vintage City, Rob. One nil down, weren't they? They were one nil down. They were struggling a little bit. Um, they get a, they get a dubious penalty. Pepe on Raheem Sterling, soft penalty for me. Mm-hmm. Kind of bundled into him a little bit, but yeah. tried to back out of it. Uh, Sterling went to ground pretty easily, but anyway, borderline. Yeah. But they got it. Um, System-wise, tactics-wise, kind of a little bit like we saw at the weekend. You've kind—it's of, more like a four-three-three as we normally yeah. see it. But Cancelo as a left fullback bombs yeah. goes so, forward, yeah. which pushes Sterling central to almost play yeah. alongside Aguero, and the right back Carl Walker stays at home. It so it, it kind of looks like a three. But it, it really is a four. Just each fullback has a very different role. Um, kind of the same shape in midfield. Bernardo was in there. Bernardo Silva was in there. Yeah. Um, Gundogan scored a brilliant free kick. Rob played well, yeah. and it was it was uh, Mares, Aguero, and Sterling. And it wasn't vintage City, as I said. First half, I you know didn't create too much at all. Second half, they were yeah. better. The point is, I thought there was just a, a little bit more focus on defensive shape. And defensive okay. structure a little bit, and and I, I mean, he said in an interview I read before the game, Rob, that mm. we, I've got to do something a little different, which, which is again made me maybe yeah. maybe take notice. He didn't, you know, and maybe not there's not he says that is he? <laughs> no, no, because he's basically kind of admitting that I, it's my fault. Like yeah. last season was kind of my fault in yeah. this competition. Mm-hmm. So it, it, even though you know it wasn't. It, an amazing, amazing game. Three-one uh, yeah. flatters them a little bit. The, the goals came later on. I just yeah. thought they they looked pretty good and a little bit more solid without being spectacular. And um, Ruben Diaz looked good centre back. Mm-hmm. Again, I, I kind of like this role for Kyle Walker up because you see the best yeah. of him with his his yeah, crazy yeah, pace, helping yeah. out. And he, he's not asked to get forward. He's not asked yeah. to do clever bits or great crosses. He just stays mm-hmm. there and, and Cancelo does that on the other side. So I kind of like the way that the team looked. And, you know, you know, I've felt a little bit funny about City. Like, mm, yeah. is, it, is it starting to dwindle yeah. away under Pep? Um, I think Aguero back has given everybody a, a lift. It's put yeah, uh, Sterling, it's Sterling the license to Rome. Yeah. yeah. Aguero's and, more than a big thing in that team. Yeah. So what... what one slight surprise, Rob, and, and you talk about the, the, the extra focus and, and where, where the team are at now and, and Pep maybe admitting that, he, that he's got to look at things, address things a little bit differently. One thing I, 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 I had a quick look uh, with City, no Fernandinho. Now, no. 
Back in the day, there was a time when there was very few team sheets without his name on. There was very few times that he wouldn't be central to what Pep's doing. Hmm. Are we just starting to talk about maybe a transition? Maybe yeah. as the age, as the time, as is, 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 is the... Yeah. Is there, are we moving beyond Fernandinho being that central figure in the middle of the park? Yeah, we are, because Rodri's really good. Rodri played mm. that holding role, the Fernandinho role, uh, and he looks really good, Rob. You know, obviously he's a lot younger, he's powerful, he's good on the ball. He, I, I just think he looks really good at the moment. And defensively, Eric yeah. Garcia played in, mm. in a more traditional kind of back to Nathan Ake yeah. is, is injured at the moment. I think it's going to be Ake and Ruben Diaz, and then Walker, yeah. and then Cancelo on the, as left back. And that, you know, even though he's not left-footed, Cancelo, I think is the best, yeah. will be the best back four, and they're all fit. Again, Garcia was okay today. Ruben Diaz yeah. looks looks good. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, Fernandinho came on, Rob, and got a nasty knock and had to go off again, a sub. So they made some subs. Foden came on. Farron Torres came on, and it was the subs that combined for his goal. Torres scored a lovely goal, kind of bent it towards the top corner. Um, so it opened up a little bit um, when City went mm. went ahead. But I, I just, I felt better. I felt better about Man City and the way that they played and the way that they looked against a Porto side that was pretty physical. And yeah. it was defensive, but it had a little bit of pace on a counter-attack. There's, there's a threat. And they got, they had a wonderful goal. Uh, Diaz, the, the, the winger for Porto. Yeah, on the highlights, yeah. Little, yeah, Luis, it's Luis Diaz. Um, what, what a good goal. And it, it wasn't a normal City... There was a turnover. There was a bad ball. I think it was Ruben Diaz actually had made a bad ball in midfield. So that was a turnover. Yeah. But City were in it because I looked at it closely. They, they were in a decent shape. But this is mm. just a really good goal. He dribbled from the left. He kept going and going and going and going and then reversed a shot off. The, I mean, it's a really, really nice goal. And, and after that, City were fairly strong defensively. So, yeah, I thought it was a step in the right direction. Yeah. Uh, it's a good result. It's a good start in the Champions League campaign. Pep was excited on the sideline when the goals were going in, the final whistle. Um, yeah, so I thought it was a pretty good day for City. Good start, good win. Mm. Uh, one more game outstanding in, in the Champions League this week. Another one of your games, um, Chelsea nil, Sevilla nil. Mm. Um, should we be pleased Chelsea keeping a clean sheet? I think that's, that's France first. Bill Nelson's taken over as uh, manager of, of Chelsea, so got to be something in that or should we be a bit disappointed that there wasn't a bit more in the game uh i think the former i think mm. i think fans fans will be a little frustrated at the result but yeah. there is signs there rob there, there is mm. signs there tiago silva looked really good tiago silva was back in the center back um, zuma, wasn't he? with zuma and you had yeah. reese james at right and your bench a little left yeah. now that's it, isn't it? I, I, I thought this looked like the strongest team for Chelsea, Rob. So there's your back four. Uh, Edouard Mendy in goal was very good. Made a really good save early on. A, a really clever kind of deflection. He had to, to strong hand it away from a striker that came in. Really good save. Um, the midfield was Jorginho and N'Golo Kante. And then you had the the attacking players. Pulisic played again on the right-hand side. Mason Mount to the left. Kai Havertz in the hole and, and Timo Werner up front. Now, there was definitely more... Focus again, a little bit like City on the defensive side. You, you would expect that, given what's been going on. Yeah. Um, so it, it wasn't always slick and, and great going forward, but it, it, it was better better defensively. It, lo- it looks sounder. That the, the, the fullbacks, again, I've got some notes in front of me here. Fullbacks, a little bit less expansive, Rob. Stayed at yeah. home a, li- a little bit more. 
Uh, I mean, Sevilla, with the football that they played, were probably they looked the better team in the first half, but yeah. Chelsea played better, better football in the second half. It mm-hmm. led me, though, to thinking, Rob, and I, and, I, and I looked at the team, and maybe Ziyech. Ziyech came on and actually looked really good. Yeah. So Ziyech, Ziyech, Ziyech in that side, probably in place of Mason Mount, then yeah. you're looking at the best version of Chelsea right now, Rob. And then Pulisic yeah. will probably go to the left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Frank, Frank loves Mason Mount. Yeah. And, and he might, I, I just think in the 4 2 3 1, he's going to struggle to get in if, if ZX going to be the man. Yeah. I just looked at the team, Rob, and I wanted to run this by you because I know we've got a ton of Chelsea fans that, that are listening and watching us, and, and, and uh, you know, there's a lot of fans in the US. I kind of thought about this team and I thought I looked at the midfield. In fact, I looked at the whole team, Rob, and I, and I thought of the whole team, there's only three players that are fully grown footballers. Thiago Silva. Yeah. Jorginho and N'Golo Kante. They're fully grown, fully matured mm-hmm. footballers. All the others are learning. They're mm-hmm. growing. They're settling in. And it's going to take time, Robbie. The players that have been brought in, all those front players, there's no question, right? And you tell me if you disagree, that they are very, very talented. Some of the best talented players around Europe. You have it, and Werners and uh, Pulisic. Um, So they're very, very good players. But all being put into the same team at the same time, they they look a little lightweight. They look a little new. They look a little naive. They need reps. They need patience. They need reps. They need encouragement. They, they need time. And, you know, Frank Lampard, I know the expectations more. And there's talk mm-hmm. about the pressures on Frank. Well, yeah. if you believe that these players are the real deal, there shouldn't yeah. be pressure on Frank. Uh, not not to, the, to the amount that we think is on him. Because these are very good players. Now, if, after, a while, after a while, Robert, if it needs a bit more physicality, I would understand that. Because yeah. habits, Mount, Pulisic. There's not a lot of steel yeah. of, of personality. But they play with the ball, they work with the ball. So I, I think it's a really good point you make. I mean, the, 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 the word I wrote down is green. There's a lot of green. Yes. Quite right. And part of that, I think, is the opportunity to, to mature those players into things. I think it's important that as a group, they go through some tough times together, get come out the other side of some tough times and, and, and grow as a group. But my worry, Rob, for, for all that you say and all that Chelsea fans hopefully can look forward to is at some point, Frank has got to have some consistency. So I went back, I just looked back. So I looked at the back four that, that played today. So uh, yesterday, James, Togo, Silva, Zuma and Chilwell and, and Mendy behind. Looks like that's going to be first choice. At the weekend, obviously, Kepa played because um, Mendy was, wasn't fit. Yeah. yeah. Quite Whenever France had been in trouble, the, the other week they were losing at West Brom at half-time, he chucks Asper Quetta on, he takes Rhys James off. A fully grown footballer. Yeah. So my point being, if you, if you want Rhys James to become the fully grown footballer, he's got to go through that. You've got to leave him on. You've got to let him suffer that and come out mm. the other side. He doesn't get any. He doesn't learn anything by dragging him off. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I think you've got to sometimes go. I think he's got to start to say, "This is my my, my team." If Mason Mount is is his guy, just like I think we had a conversation before transfer deadline or whatever. It's like pick your team. What's your best team? When you need to, what's your best team you go to? 
Yeah, and we're we're close to it. Yeah, well, we're close to it, Rob, and I agree with the stay with it. The only the only thing, if if there's a run of two or three games where that greenness is evident, I just yeah. wonder if he might he might bring in somebody like and as again, this is a, this is a change, slight change of system. Matteo Kovacic, football, yeah, mature, good player, and and take out one of those, take out a mount or take out a habits or take. Just, yeah. I, I, listen, I, I don't, I don't really want to have to do that. I still think there's football in Rudiger. I still think there's, there's enough, yeah. there's football left in Rudiger. What I'm saying like. is to, to try and tilt that balance of experience, Rob, yeah. and bring in a Rudiger, and bring in a Kovacic, and bring in a Ziyech. It, all of a sudden, it doesn't look so, so, so lightweight. Where's, where's Kurt Zuma? Because this is, a, I think, a really important. Where's Kurt Zuma in your lime green to full green? Where, where's he? Is because I don't think he's, well, he's still, still learning. Mature. He's still learning. He's another learning footballer. You think you think you think he's? I know he, he should start being a commanding, important presence in a team. Not he's not Rhys James. He's not Mason Mount. No. no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he's. Uh, That's the one. Back on Rudiger. There, yeah, I'd, I'd mm. rather have Rudiger. Of what I've yeah. seen, I like yeah. Rudiger as a, as a yeah. natural defender when this team and a steal. Steel, yeah. personality, aggressive, nasty. You know, the, the team needs that. And then you've got the quality and the silk of Thiago Silva. Remember when, when um, Sir Alex Ferguson, and, and we had a couple of times, Sir Alex Ferguson brought that, you know, the class of 92. We all know the famous names, uh, the Nevilles and Butts and Stoles yeah. and Beck. Guess who they had around them? Steve Bruce, Brian yeah, Robbo, Brian Robson, um, yeah. Paul Lynch, you know, yeah. some real men. Brian McClare. You sprinkled mm. them with men around them. They were green. Yeah. We used Sometimes we would go down and say, right, yeah. we'll, we'll muscle these out. The other big boys wouldn't let us do it. And so that's, that, that's, I, that's part of the growing, Robin. It's sprinkle a little yeah. bit of experience around now and again yeah. and then let them go again. I just hope that the Chelsea fans and the ownership don't get crazy obsessed with, we spent all this money. They've spent yeah. good money, a lot of money, but yeah. on good players. They are good yeah. players. They need time and to be trusted. They're going to get better, more understanding. They're going to grow up a little bit more under Frank because Frank's a, a real pro. He'll... he'll He'll instill a little bit of that professionalism, I would think, in them. It just like you said, now and again, it might want a little sprinkling of of your more experienced players to help them along their way. But you know, I, again, it's it's a little disappointing result. But when there's yeah. little moments when they link up and Havertz and Pulisic and and Werner, you know, there's some talent up there. It's just it's going to be hard for them to be consistent. It's a little bit like what I said a lot about Pulisic. He's shown yeah. us the moments. He's shown us what he's capable of, and so are the other players up there. Now the hardest thing is to do that. Every, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't expect it, but but can more consistently. Pulisic, yeah. Mount, Kai Havertz, three quiet games is, is not good. Yeah, you're probably going to be out of the team. You're probably going to be out of the team. So yeah. it's just, but but there has got to be a certain amount of patience mm. to let them develop and grow. And, and I hope that, because in, in, in Frank Lampard, Chelsea Football Club have got a legend that would want to go anywhere else. If he's given the, the, the time to develop this team, they could have a, Really good setup for for many years to come. Absolutely, and it leads us nicely into yeah. the, the weekend. Um, so tonight, Old Trafford, Manchester United, Chelsea, Saturday twelve thirty Eastern time on NBC. Um, huge game. Um, two very well supported teams here here in the in the US. United mm. coming up a good good week with the win against Newcastle, win against PSG. The slightly disappointing, maybe uh, draw for Chelsea, but a clean sheet gives them a start. And mm. how, how do you see this one going, my friend? Well, why don't we start by looking at the odds? 
uh, of course, we, uh, we'll get the odds from our partners at, at PointsBet Sportsbook. And this is what they're saying, Robbie. Oh, they're saying Man United win is plus 140, a draw is plus 260, and a Chelsea win is plus 175. So United are slight, slight favourites. They are at home. I think given what we've seen over this midweek Champions League, um, PointsBet Sportsbook m- might be about right, given the form that they may be going into. But then, you know, the whole consistency thing with the United. I mean, yeah. these, these games are, are, are fantastic to watch. You've lots of young players out there. Um, mm. What do you think, Robbie? Who do you, given what you've seen this this midweek, I you agree with those odds? Um, slightly. You look at uh, Manchester United at home, the week they've had, the week against PSG. Let, let's do, let me just go. I, I just wanted to check before we came on out uh, some fact. Chelsea, 13 goals conceded in five. Manchester United, 12 goals conceded in four. Both of these teams have not shown us yet that they can be <laughs> I mean, any, any day they one of these keeps clean sheet, they win the game, I yeah. think. They've both yeah. got enough forwards who, who can score them goals. So, I, in a game where, where there's going to be so much attacking talent, I think it's going to be who defends best. It might be, because the young, quick forwards, yeah, uh, yeah there's lots of them. Um, and you, and you may be right. I think that the team that can see, I, I can see Chelsea trying to dominate possession. Yeah. That's what they're kind of doing now under Frank Lampard. Can they be secure enough when it turns over? And, yeah. and, and Marcus Rashford, a player that, that crikey, you know, can look mm. kind of quiet, not yeah. disinterested, but his body language some, can sometimes look pretty poor. I think he started the season pretty poorly. All of a sudden, he looks fantastic again and shows us the potential that he's got. I, I would tend to agree with those odds. I think United are slight favourites, Rob. I think mm-hmm. it's most likely to be a draw, but if picking a winner, it will be Man United for oh, me. I, but I did like, I, I kind of did like what Chelsea did at times and the structure was a little bit tighter compact-wise. Um, but yeah, I, I think United will probably probably just nick it, but it's going to be a, a fantastic should, game. Tomorrow. Should I give this guy a mention when we, we talked about Champions League? Who's in deep... In- Playing himself into a bit of form, David De Gea. By the way, came up with two or three brilliant saves in the PSG game, and all that talk about Dean Henderson. He got, he got written off too early, Rob, didn't he? On that in that seat for a little while, watching De Gea, because it's almost like whether I don't know the incentive of, of Henderson being around has lifted his game. I heard that his train, training's routine's mm. gone up. He's more concentrated on his game. Played really well against PSG mm. and might, you know, might be the difference in, in the game against uh, mm. Chelsea. So, yeah, mm. I'm, I'm probably not going to disagree with that. I think United's slight favourites, but I don't know, between now and then, France teams can get on the ball, they can make things happen and, you know, it depends mm. maybe what balance Oli goes with. Does he go with the Pogba, well, we'll have possession, I'll play forward, or does he go with the two workhorses in the midfield and yeah. say, my front three can win us the game? Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. You know, just back on the goalkeepers, quick, Rob Dean Henderson. You know, it's this, this, this is where this is where the the risk, if you like, of coming back is it's hurting him, isn't it? If De Gea finds great form, and and of course it's great for Man United and the manager and the fans and the team, mm-hmm. but it's not good for Dean Henderson in terms of his development and his his trying to be at the England number one going into the Euros in the summer. So, you know, for one man's success is another man's frustration. But no, yeah. I agree, and and I and I I did have faith that David De Gea would, would um, find his best yeah, form again. Let's, let's just see. Yeah. yeah, let's just see if he can I'll keep see. it going. And, 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 you know, a couple of mistakes again, and it all starts up again, Rob, doesn't yeah. it? Criticism, etc. That's what happens when you're big clubs and you're big players. But uh, listen, yeah. mate, let's wrap it up for our Euro Potty 
for this week. Pretty good week for the English teams, actually. Both Manchester teams and Liverpool winning. Chelsea keeping a clean sheet in a rare 0-0 draw. We'll be back on Sunday, that's Sunday, October the 25th, when we'll take a look back at all that the Premier League throws up on match week six. Obviously, the big game, Manchester United v Chelsea. But I'm interested to see, like, Everton and Villa, can they stay on top and unbeaten? And what will Liverpool like be like without Virgil van Dijk? There's lots to talk, talk about and review it this weekend. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musto, together with the two Robbies. Thanks for listening and watching. Be safe and be healthy. It's a good night from me. And it's a good night from him. Good night. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.